What is going on, family? It is I, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Welcome back to the Blast Podcast. Um, Of course, as always, I am truly grateful that you came back. Um, This is the first podcast of 2020. So welcome, welcome, welcome. A big shout out to our day one listeners, people that have been listening to us since last year of April. Um, Shout out to the people that came on later. And shout out to our very brand new listeners. Thank you for uh, coming through, checking us out. Um, it's something that you saw that we got your attention. And I'm um, glad that you're here to join and, and um, enjoy the ride. Um, <clears throat> there's a few things I always like to plug during this um, this portion of the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I've been, as a matter of fact, let's, let me talk about uh, what was going on with me. That's why it might sound a little funny to you. Um, I, I just got over, um, uh, uh, I, I would say a two-day cold. Um, it was, uh, it's the reason why I wasn't able to put out Brother DSP Speaks number two, um, because I was so under the weather, my voice wasn't where, where it needs to be, um, to, to convey what I'm trying to convey to the, to the listeners. So, but I'm back, I'm here. Um, yeah, as I said, I was a bit under the weather. You can kind of hear it in my voice now. Um, you, you might hear me, um, clear my throat and take drinks of water every now and then. I don't mean to be rude. It's just I'm trying to make sure my 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 palate is right so I can, you know, convey my message to y'all. But um, like I was going to say, um, I'm about to plug a few things here. Um, please be sure to uh, follow our page on Instagram. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's the Blast Podcast. Uh, make sure you follow me on IG. That's DSP. T-H-E-G-R-8. Um, that's my personal page. I wouldn't even call it personal because I don't really get too personal on social media. Um, that's another page that I was building before. Um, I'm not really building on that page that much now. I mean, every now and then I make a post, um, you know, a life post, motivational post, you know, or a funny post. Um, sometimes I put a lot of story, put up a lot of pictures and videos in my story on that page but my my, the main focus is the blast podcast page that's at t-h-a-b-l-a-s-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t that's the page that i'm at where i'm doing a lot of interacting where i'm doing a lot of posting i'm doing uh a lot of posting on igtv i'm doing a lot of posting on the story it's it's just um i'm just having fun with the uh, Blast Podcast page because um, I'm trying to build that up. That's that's plain and simple. There's no 
no um, ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's just me trying to build that page to where my other pages. My other pages, um, I, I believe I have like 3,000 followers, but I was building on that page since like 2015, 2016. So it's like, okay, I could kind of understand why this page has 3,000 and his newest page only got like around five. 100 uh, followers it's because that page that the blast podcast page i just really started trying to get followers in april so i think i'm doing okay i of course i think i could get a lot lot more but you know you gotta build it takes time and and as you heard on the last episode i got plans for this year that is probably one that's probably number one going to challenge me to um take this to the next level and two help me get to the next level so um stay tuned i got a lot of great things in store um the very first video probably will be dropping in video in february and um i got a great show in store for that one so stay tuned and um thank you for the um support thank you for the repost thank you for the ratings um thank you for everything um, I just want to show that I have gratitude because, like, um, I didn't think I would take off like this. Don't get me wrong. I don't want y'all thinking that, like, I'm at where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be right now. But where I'm at now, it's like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? I didn't realize how much work I put in because I'm constantly thinking about the next episode, the next episode, the next episode. Like, uh, when I was sick, those days that I was sick, I was actually looking at the work I was putting in, and I'm like, yo, wait, whoa, wait a minute. I'm actually solidifying myself as a media personality now. Um, probably to other media personalities or other people that feel that I'm trying to step on their toes may not feel that way, but I think people that have been watching me feel that way and people that probably never listened to the show or people that, no, let me say this. People that listen to the show and been watching what I've been doing notice that, yo, he's doing this media personality thing and he's going hard. Um, and then you got those that are just watching. They're probably like, yo, he's really doing this media personality thing. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, because... It's something I wanted to do. Um, I, like I told um, you guys on the very first episode, it's something that I was thinking about for a while in like um, 2018. But I just didn't know where I wanted to go with it, how I wanted to do it, how I wanted to, you know, package it and, and um, all that. But once I uh, figured out what I wanted to do with it, it was a wrap. Um I just jumped on it and I, I took off very few, the first few episodes, you know, it was very erratic with the, the times. And then I got what I needed to get, started dropping it on a weekly basis. And I started, pe I started seeing people come to the show, clamor to the show. And I'm like, okay, they want the weekly uh, shows. Um, then I started noticing that I want to do another show during the week. And then that's when... Shout out to Brett Bronson of VOH Basketball. Make sure you follow VOH Basketball on Instagram. That's at VOH Basketball. 
um, straightforward. And make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel. That's VOH Basketball as well. Um, when he reached out to me, him and Z, shout out to Z of MOR Apparel. That's at MOR underscore apparel underscore US. Uh, make sure you follow them on Twitter as well. That's at MOR Apparel US. Um, and make sure you click the link in their bios to check out their beautiful website and order all the pieces. Um, they reached out to me and wanted to do, uh, wanted me to do coverage of the VOH Basketball League, the uh, Fall League. And a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, yo, I'm down because that was the other show I needed. And it put me in a totally different element because all I did was talk about sports on that. And I got to show uh, my my skill with the sport, uh, I guess, commentating. And um, people liked it. Um, a lot of the players came up to me, showed me love, said, yo, you're doing your thing with that. Thank you for the recognition. And I was like, yo, that's what I'm here for, man. Um, pretty much the creation of this platform was to give those the recognition they deserve, to educate those who listen that may not know what I'm talking about. There's certain current events I know that I cover on the show that people did not know about. You know what I mean? And I put them onto it. And then sometimes they do their own further research, which I, which I encourage. Um, if I put you onto something that you didn't know about, please do your own research so you have your own interpretation. <clears throat> Don't use my interpretation as gospel. You know what I mean? Because I have my own perspective because I've went through things in my life that help shape my point of view. So I, 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 I'm not going to guarantee, but I can almost say that you didn't go through the same things that I went through. So you're not going to have the same perspective. So that's why I always say, if I put you onto something, please be sure to go back and um, do your own research. All right. Um, because best believe I did mine. So it, it, it's dope. Um, Another thing I wanted to get into um, before I, I went off in my media personality tangent. Um, another thing I wanted to get into was um, I'm super proud of all the artists out here, man. All of y'all. Um, not just the Rockland 10. I'm super proud of those on the Rockland 10 because all of those that are on the Rockland 10 are doing their thing right now. And I'm loving it. But I'm super proud of all the artists in Rockland County. All the artists in... Hudson Valley, the 845 area. I'm super proud of y'all, man, because y'all are out there taking advantage of your resources. And I love seeing that. And I'm going to take advantage of the resources that I use to give y'all this platform to highlight y'all. Um, for example, um, huge shout out to my guy, Pro Dillinger, man. Uh, I believe he dropped like two projects last year called Everybody's Foul and So Foul. No, I'm sorry, Too Foul. Um, two amazing EPs. Two hard, punch you in your nose, bar fest hip hop. Um, and it was. It wasn't repetitive, it wasn't redundant. It's hardcore hip hop, great beats. Um, he just dropped another joint called Most Foul. Uh, it's about five songs produced by Most Beats, and it was executive produced by Snotty, Snotty of 1-9, and Pro himself. So please be sure to check out Most Foul. It's on Bandcamp. Make sure you follow my guy, Pro Dillinger, on um, Instagram. That's Pro underscore Dillinger 1-9. 
I believe I'm going to get that right for you right now. Uh, but he's one of the artists on the Rockland 10. Um, he's one of the artists I feel that if you're looking to check out any of the um, artists from Rockland County, he's one of the artists that I have on there as part of the Rockland 10. That's pro underscore Dillinger. 1919. Please be sure to follow that man and support whatever he's doing. Another brother I wanted to shout out, uh, uh, a friend of the show, Stan Michael. He was on episode three, Moonwalking with Stan Michael. He dropped his project, Moonwalking, um, six songs. Um, I believe it's executive produced by him. I'm not sure if he produced everything on there, um, but it's an amazing project. Please be sure to check it out. It's available on all digital streaming platforms. Um, um, as, let me go back. I want to go back to the uh, Pro Project, Most Foul. I believe that's available on Bandcamp. Um, if you want to get um, a copy from him without going through Bandcamp, um, hit him up. I gave you his um, IG handle. I'm going to give it to you again. It's Pro underscore Dillinger 1919. Dillinger is spelled D-I-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. Um, for those of you who don't know how to spell Dillinger. So that's Pro underscore Dillinger 1919. Hit him up to get a copy of that most foul. He got you. He'll take care of you. Big shout out to uh, the 19 and the Umbrella family. Um, Stan Michael. Um, to get at him. Well, I mean, his... His music is available on all digital streaming platforms. You can purchase it on iTunes. Um, and you can also purchase it on Google Play. The man is doing his thing. Make sure to check him out. Um, I wanted to shout out um, Nan. Again, you heard me mention her before. Um, her Venus EP, Fire. Make sure to check it out. That's N-G-A-N, the number four, Profit. P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Make sure to check her out. Um, she's doing great things with her music. Uh, she says she's got big plans for 2020, so make sure you give her a follow and uh, show her love. Um, another person that I mentioned before, uh, Royalty and Brigavelli. Check out their single, Guns N' Roses. It's available on all, on all digital streaming platforms right now. Um, shout out to uh, G Guns and A to the Dash. A Dash, they got a single out right now called... Uh, let me see, what's the name of that joint? Uh... It's called Just Doing Me. Um, it's featuring it's G Guns featuring A Dash. Uh, G Guns' IG handle is Hocus Pocus 40. That's Hocus Pocus 40. Um, A Dash is, I believe, A to the Dash. Yes, A to the Dash on Instagram. So make sure you follow them. They got something bub buzzling right now. Something bubbling right now. Um, like I said, man, everyone out here is doing their thing. And I just want to highlight it on this um, segment. Um, also, uh, please be sure to check out another member of the Rockland 10, Wonder 845. Um, he got a single dropping on, um, January 8th, 2020 called Wave Ride. Make sure to check that out. Um, he's been doing his thing for a while. He's also on the Rockland 10. Um, who else I wanted to say? Slay Ani. She just dropped her Pardon Me EP, four songs fire straight to the point make sure you follow this queen man she's doing her thing she just did a giveaway of about five hundred dollars it's fire she's she's really focused um her ig page is slayani that's s-l-a-y-a-n-i underscore official o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l check out her ep it's called pardon me it's available on all digital streaming platforms 
as y'all can see, man, the artists out here are working and I felt that I had to do my just do and give them the kudos they deserve, man. You just heard all the people that I just mentioned. Some people dropped their project in December. Some people dropped it um, just now in like New, New Year's Day of uh, 2020. So I just wanted to give all those people their kudos, man. Make sure you check all those people out. All those people that I mentioned were not on the Rockland 10. Uh, the people that are on the Rockland 10 that I did mention was Slayani, Royalty, uh, Wonder, and Pro Dillinger. You know what I mean? Oh, one person I did want to mention, and I want to mention him because he reached out to me after I uh, gave him a follow because big shout out to uh, Jones, uh, Mike Vision Studios. Uh, Jones had made a post of this young brother um, performing one of his joints in the studio. And I, I was I was really fucking with the song. And I was like, yo, let me check this kid out. And I checked him out and yo, he got some music. So uh, anytime he posted something, I would show him love and be like, yo, you got some shit here. Yo, keep up the great work. And um, I guess he had dropped the project and he he um, sent me his SoundCloud link. Like, I want y'all to know, like, all you artists that I don't know or all the artists that want my attention, do what this brother did, man. Shout out to JB. Um, his IG handle is JB1411. He sent me his SoundCloud. You know what I mean? On the humble. Not even on no arrogant shit. He sent it to me on the humble. I wasn't able to listen to the whole thing because I was at work when he sent it to me. But when I got on my lunch break, I listened to the first song and the first song caught me. So I did listen to the to the project. It's about 22 songs. It's called Dr. Love. He calls it an EP. Hey, if he wants to call it an EP, it's an EP. To me, it was a full length project. 22 songs. Um... Great music on there. He's very talented, very versatile, very skilled. Um, his name is JB. Uh, uh, once again, his Instagram handle is at J-A-Y-B-E-E-1411. -E so huge shout out to him. And all you other artists who want to reach out to me, you want me to listen to your project, yo, send me a DM, man. Send me a link to your SoundCloud or if you got it on um, Spotify or whatever, Send me a link, man, because I'm trying to listen to all of y'all. There's no ego here. I'm not an artist, but I used to be. So I know what, what I need to listen for. Um, so And yo, a lot of the artists that I've mentioned, I've probably gave them opportunities to get on other playlists. For example, a big playlist that I always plug on here is hashtag VOH Playhits. Because it's not only a playlist that people follow it's also a playlist that gets played during the games of the voh basketball league so that's gonna get your numbers up as well and it gets you exposure to people that may have not heard your music yet um whether it be the players or whether it be the fans coming through because i look around when the music is playing and i see people bobbing their head so i'm like okay they feel it they hear it so if you reach out to me and i hear a song that i'm like yo you should get this on the playlist. I'm going to do it. Um, for example, you could ask uh, my guy, Harv Alexander. As a matter of fact, he's another artist that y'all should check out. Harv Alexander. Harv Alexander Jr. That's at H-E-R-V-E Alexander. Oh, how does he spell Alexander? Because I know people spell Alexander different. Okay, yes. It's H-E-R-V-E-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-E-J-R. -E 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 Harv Alexander um, he just put out his project 
uh, spirit-filled on all digital streaming platforms before he was just putting out Lucy's to uh, promo it. And he finally put it on uh, all the digital streaming platforms. And let me tell you, man, it's an amazing project. I didn't want to forget to plug that project because um, the guy is super talented and I want to give all the artists out here their flowers. So huge shout out to Harv Alexander. Um, I didn't mean to forget you, brother, but I did want to get your name in there and uh, shout you out among all the people that are doing their thing out of uh, Rockland County and putting out the work. But like I was saying, if you're doing your thing and I, I haven't uh, spoken about you or reached out to you or even liked you, any of your um, things that you're doing on Instagram, please reach out because the more, more artists I know, the more artists I get to cover the more artists I can get to come on my platform. And now that I'm gonna have the video, the visual popping, I want the artists to get the exposure. So it's it's gonna be great. Y'all gonna see the plan and y'all gonna see how it comes to comes about and y'all gonna be like, all right, DSP is a genius with this media shit, you know? So um, I just wanted to plug that right quick, man. Um, we're gonna get into it right, right, right now. Um, matter of fact, I need to get something to eat, man. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. What's going on, family? We are back. It's Brother DSP, of course. Um, let's talk about it, man. Let's get into the shits. Wrap up 2019 by Uncle Murder, man. It's just 10 minutes of straight, straight up entertainment. Uh, I loved, I loved it. All 10 minutes. I mean, I'm not going to front. When I first saw that it was 10 minutes, I was a little skeptical because I, I didn't know I was going to sit there for 10 minutes and listen to it. The last time I listened to a 10 minute song was a Joe Button song. It was actually called 10 minutes. And he rapped for 10 minutes. And this is exactly what Uncle Murder did on this joint right here, rap of 2019. And he talked about everything. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what he didn't talk about. But because, I mean, he talked about the Popeye's chicken sandwich, R. Kelly, uh, Jay-Z doing the NFL thing, Takashi, K. Michelle talking about how Takashi 
should get a pass. And yo, he talked about everything, and he did it in such an entertaining fashion to where you sat there for the whole ten minutes to hear what he was going to talk about next. And I just wanted to big up Uncle Murder on that because it, that that is not easy to sit there and, and write or to sit there and think of something for 10 minutes to keep people entertained. That's not easy, especially in the in the rap world. That is not easy. So big shout out to Uncle Murder. That takes a huge talent. I heard people um I heard I heard people having a discussion about who has the better um the better uh year-end um song because it's between Uncle Murder and Mad Skills of Virginia. And I'm like Right now, it got to be Uncle Murder because Uncle Murder is probably the most popular with it for the past three years, probably longer than that. But from what I've when I've been paying attention to Uncle Murder's version, it's been the past three years and it's been hot. It's been crazy. I'm not saying skills joint is, is bad, but it's not as entertaining as Uncle Murder's. You know what I mean? So big shout out to both those MCs and shout out to Uncle Murder for holding it down for so long. And I hope he continues to do it because like, it's something I actually look forward to to listen to when um when they do drop. So big shout out to Uncle Murder, man. And if you didn't listen to it, please be sure to listen to it because it's a it's a good joint, man. It talks about everything. It talks about everything. It's dope. Um, let's see what else we got to get into. Um, oh, huge R.I.P. to the uh, former NBA commissioner David Stern, man. David Stern. His name is David Stern. Um, he just passed away. I don't believe, I don't remember the exact day that he passed away. Um, but uh, I've seen a lot of the players um, that came into the league when he was around um, were, 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 moved by, were moved by his death. So to see that he had such a strong impact on a lot of those players, because a lot of those players were saying it was a dream to shake his hand, you know. So, yes, he actually died on January 1st, 2020. That's crazy. He died on the uh, New Year. Uh, happy New Year to those who um, actually subscribe to that. So um, I just wanted to get that out there because I don't believe I, I mentioned that in the intro so i just wanted to get that out the way um what else is there uh yeah david stern man it's just sad to see uh such a great businessman let's not act like he wasn't a businessman at the end of the day because you've seen him transform the nba to what it is today and right now he was the one that actually like handpicked adam silver to be his successor and and he taught him to um to actually how to run the league and probably be innovative with the league. And you can see Adam Silver actually doing that now with this midseason tournament. And I'm actually going to um, have a discussion about that on one of the episodes because um, I'm not sure if, um, if, um, if that's an actual genuine idea. You know what I mean? Because if if it is, okay. But I think they they actually got the idea from somebody else, you know. 
But um, I'm, I'm going to definitely have a, t- a discussion about that because that'll be a, a great discussion with other people around. So it'll be cool. Um, it's a lot to unpack this week. Um, there's a few things I wanted to touch on again. Um, Kanye West and EMI are back to uh, settlement talks again. Remember how I said, I think it was like a week or two ago, that um, the settlements had died down. The settlement talks had died down. And um, I guess one side was trying to leverage, out leverage the other. And, you know, settlements, the talks died, died out. And um, they were like, whatever, we ain't, we ain't going to do this. And EMI was like, all right, we're going we're gonna to push forward on the case. And I guess with EMI pushing forward on the case... Kanye's people are like, yo, we, we we can't do this case. We don't have time for this case. They're trying to do talks again. So now they have another week to do these talks. It's supposed to go down from January 6th, which is tomorrow, on to January 13th. I think that's the next, the following Monday. Um, Kanye is looking to own his uh, publishing catalog by paying eight to nine million dollars for it. So I guess that's the issue. Um, They feel that maybe EMI feels that's not enough. I don't know. Um, At the end of the day, Kanye West is a megastar. You know, you, you <laughs> y'all know how much that hurts me to say that, but I can't deny it. The man has put like so much work in when it came to when it comes to music. Like, just peep his catalog. That's all I. That's all I'm gonna say. Just peep his catalog, and you you'll see what I'm talking about when I say he put he put the work in. Um, despite all the dumb shit he's saying now, despite all the antics he's pulled off before Kanye West has a catalog that one he does deserve to own and two um EMI is definitely going to try and get their money's worth out of it because they're probably looking to get 20 probably looking to get 20 mil out of this deal if they're look if they have to come off of this uh this type of intellectual property they're going to want to get paid for it because, <clears throat> excuse me, because if, if they lose it, if they just gave this publishing deal up, this publishing uh, catalog up, that looks bad on them business wise. They don't care what it looks like morally to people in society. Business wise, it would be a horrible move if EMI just gave um, Kanye his catalog with no type of compensation. It would just look foolish to them. After he signed the contract, after he made the promise, it would it would be absolutely foolish of them not to get something out of it. So that's why EMI is fighting, and you can also understand why Kanye is fighting. So, I mean, I, I, I can't pick a side on this. Um, I don't really know the, the true intricacies of what's going on behind the scenes but like I want to see how this works out because historically it's going to be impactful and business wise it's going to be impactful so that's why I want to pay attention to this so closely and that's why you've been hearing me talk about it week in week week out 
for the past maybe month or so. So, you know me, I'm going to keep my eye on it. I'm going to keep y'all um, posted. Um, oh, another thing in the music world, um, Envy versus Foxy Brown. Uh, Foxy, man, uh, I love Foxy Brown. Um, for those of y'all who may not know, um, I, I love Foxy Brown as an MC. Um, she's probably one of my favorite female MCs and, um, I wish her nothing but the best if she does come back, if she feels that she needs to give hip hop another contribution, I'm all for it. I'll listen to it. I mean, little Kim just dropped something. Why not Foxy Brown? I'll take a listen to it. Um, between the this little beef between her and... I'm not even calling it a beef. Let me stop using that word so loosely. Um, this little tiff, I'll, I'll say, between her and Envy uh, clued into something that might be going down later on. Um, it's a her appearing on Drink Champs. And I would love to see Foxy Brown on Drink Champs. I would love to um, hear if she's going to come with something out. Come out with something, I should say. Um, if she, if she, if she comes on, uh, if she comes on Drink Champs talking about she's going to drop something. I'm going to be one of the happiest brothers on the planet because I love her. The joint that's playing in the background right now is one of my favorite songs from her. She's got so many more joints that I love off her catalog. Um, this is called Come Fly With Me with uh, Sizzla. Oh, man. To me, Foxy's like definitely one of the queens of hip-hop i didn't care about her content i didn't worry about that the way she delivered it the way she carried herself all that so when i saw this this report of her and envy having a little tiff well i mean envy didn't say he had an issue but I could see why she felt a certain kind of way because Envy tried to make it seem like she just came and went that's how I took it I took it as like he made it seem like her career was here and go so Foxy probably took it the same way and you know Foxy's gonna respond if she feels that it's an attack on her platform, she's going to respond. She has every right to. It's her platform. Who am I to say that she can't defend her platform? Um, Envy made some statements about Foxy's career that she didn't appreciate. Don Poo, ex-manager of Foxy Brown, was on The Breakfast Club, and Envy asked, whatever happened with Foxy Brown? She had a great album, and she had another great album that came out then came out that, that no another great album that came out then it seemed like things just dwindled off that 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 came off funny you know what i mean so of course foxy respond of course foxy responded on instagram uh stating now now dj envy don't get stupid with this with the subs play nice i gave you life stay with 
stay with the forever slick shots, knowing damn well I've per I've purposely been low, left the game injured at the highest level, and birthed a gorgeous baby girl, and left with a monster motherfucking joint killing radio come fly with me, which is playing in the background, homeboy. For multi, well, she didn't, she didn't say playing in the background. I put all that. Everything else that I read was read was for verbatim, and it still goes. Four multi-platinum albums, twenty thousand to pop off. At Don Pooh Music, hashtag Little Clue, hashtag Drink Champs soon come, and that's what Foxy responded with on Instagram. Um, I hope she does go on Drink Champs, and if she does, I can't wait to see that. Um, I love Foxy Brown, as I said before. Uh, did she have every right to say what she said? I, like I just said before, yes, she did. She felt her platform was attacked, and it's her platform. She has every right to uh, defend it. Like, if somebody was to say something about the blast, you think I'm not going to say something back about it on the platform? Come on now. So who am I to sit here and be a hypocrite and be like, oh, no, nah, she shouldn't have said anything. Especially if someone on a huge platform like The Breakfast Club is saying something you feel is slighting you. Why not defend that? You know what I mean? It's only right. You have the right to defend that. It's your platform. Juicy J. Uh, big shout out to Juicy J. Uh, Three Six Mafia. Um, also a big shout out to uh, DJ Paul. Um, Juicy J apologizes for having um, inspiring drug use in the past. In lieu of the death of uh, Juice World, many have uh, blamed hip-hop and its current promotion of opiates. Uh, Juicy J has publicly apologized for inspiring drug use with songs like Sipping on Some Scissor. Will he, will he do more or is this for attention? This is the reason why I wanted to bring this up. I thought I wanted to commend... Uh, Juicy J first for doing that. Um, maybe he was getting some flack, getting getting some heat. Maybe he was feeling some type of way about certain certain artists' death, like like the Mac Millers, the the Juice Worlds, the Lil Peeps. You know what I mean? Um, maybe he was starting to feel some type of way because he started he started to see a lot of these artists on the things that he was on and. I believe that he recovered. I'm not sure. I'm not too too astute when it comes to um, Juicy J's uh, story, his background. Um, I just know what, uh, what what he's done musically. And I know Sippin' on Some Scissor was probably the first song that I heard and what introduced me to uh, the, the Promethazine and Codeine uh, lifestyle. So um, to, hear, to, to hear him apologize at first... I wanted to commend him. I was like, that's what's up. At least you took accountability. You know, uh, he's one of the few that has took accountability and said, hey, yo, look, if I inspired you to do drugs, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I apologize. And I want to know, is is he going to do more or is this just like um, a publicity stunt? Um I don't like when people do things like that. That's why I was like, at first, at first, when I first saw him uh, apologize, I thought it was genuine and I liked it. I, I, I also um, wanted, that's why I wanted to commend him on here. I didn't want it to just be like, oh, he's just always trying to look at things in the negative. It's not that. It's just, you know, sometimes people do things 
for attention and you got to pay attention to that especially in this day and age with social media and the the viral virus everybody wants to go viral and that's all they live for but it's just I wanted to commend him on it because yes I I'm not even going to lie I didn't want to try it but I would have never known about it if it wasn't for that song sipping on some scissor but I would have never known about the lifestyle because I had to figure out what are these dudes talking about what's what's scissor you know what I'm saying? And when I found out what it was, I was like, oh, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to consume that. I'm good. You know what I mean? But I didn't judge anybody that did it. It's just like, I wasn't going to do it. I was not going to put that stuff in my body. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about some cough syrups. So it's like, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? I had like weird, weird situations where I had one, one too many cups of Theraflu. So forget that. I ain't trying to mess with, with no like promethazine or nothing like that or codeine or anything like that. So... I wanted I wanted to speak on it because I was like, is Juicy J gonna do something? Is he gonna be more vocal about um, changing the dialogue behind or the dialogue around uh, the drug use in hip hop? Is he going to be like one of the the front runners when it comes to speaking against um, the promotion of drug use in hip-hop, you know what I mean? I don't know. I want to see where he goes with this. If it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, like a quick guilt trip or something he just wants to get over, all right, but you didn't have to do it publicly. But, I mean, you're Juicy J. You do what you want. I can't tell you how to do it. But me personally, I wouldn't have done it like that. You know what I'm saying? I probably would have reached out to those people's families, members, or the people that I knew that passed away, like their member, their their family members that know me personally, I would have reached out to them and be like, yo, I want to apologize and, you know what I mean, or, or repent, you know what I mean? However people view this, because I think I've seen some people view this as, yeah, he's trying to repent. And I was like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't walk that path. So I, I wouldn't know what the whole repent thing requires. So... If that's what he's trying to do, then I was like, oh, I mean, is that is that a reason for him to do it publicly? I don't know. I would like I said, I would have went to the people personally and been like, hey, I apologize. You know what I mean? Maybe they might have heard my music and thought, hey, maybe it's cool to do this. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy. Um, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, we did talk. We did talk about something on sports. We talked about uh, David Stern, but I wanted to go back and talk about Jason Garrett, the uh, head coach of the Cowboys. He finally fucking got fired. Like that dude should have been fired a while ago. I didn't. I didn't want to talk about this for too long. I just thought it was funny. Because I remember when I was watching football, and I was like, yo, how is this dude even still coaching? Like, he is horrible. Like, he is not an NFL coach. Maybe he can coach at another level, maybe college level, maybe even high school. But, like, NFL level, nah, it's not for you, bro. You can't, you can't coach professionals. They don't respond to you well at all. Um, and I guess after this season, that was it. It was so funny because, like, the way the Cowboys released a report, it was on some, like, 
they couldn't even say we're firing him. He's like, he's just no longer moving on with the organization. It was it was just mad funny to the point where Trey Wingo was like, yeah, this means that he's no longer going to be the coach. <laughs> it was so coded the way they, they, the language that they used to say that he was fired. It was just, it's, it's crazy. Um, another, uh, yo, oh, there was something I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, I don't know if y- y'all remember, um, a lot of y'all probably aren't from around here that listen to this, but those of you that are from around here and listen to this podcast, um, a lot of y'all know what happened in Muncie. For those of y'all who don't know what happened in Muncie, Muncie, New York, M-O-N-S-E-Y, you can Google it. Um, there was an attack, I believe, two weeks ago or maybe even a week ago, um, a little over a week ago, where um, a man came through and I, I think he was wielding a machete and he attacked um, several people at a Hanukkah celebration. So yes, I believe it was like two weeks ago. Um, some, and I believe everyone is okay, but one person is still in critical condition. So it's it's really crazy what happened there. So it was they they're they're labeling it a domestic terror attack. The guy is like being charged with a lot of charges. So he may be going under the jail because of this attack. Um, they, it, it it's so far it's it's to the point where they're giving him hate crime charges. You know what I'm saying? That's how serious it is. Um, but the, my, my thing is not about what happened. What happened is extremely sad. No one should be attacked for what they believe in. No one should be attacked for what their sexual preference is, whatever. No one should be attacked for anything that they, they subscribe to. There you go. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of the, uh, Jewish people responding in a radical, radical fashion. And, um, some people are legitimately scared. Um, I seen a video on Facebook and I also seen it on YouTube. I don't see it on Facebook anymore. I guess it was taken down because of the commentary surrounding the um surrounding the uh video uh i seen um a video where some of these families were holding assault rifles like if it were if it were handguns i wouldn't mind because i was like yeah you can defend yourself with a handgun if someone's wielding a machete that's fine because with one strike of the machete to your to your skull, you you can you're pretty much dead <clears throat> if the person knows what they're doing with the machete. Maybe even if they don't know what they're doing, they just take an accidental swipe and then boom, you're done. You know, so if you have a handgun, fine. But assault rifle is I believe should only be handled by professionals. And what I saw in the video was um, a group of individuals taking advantage of fear, profiting off of fear. Um, 
I'm not going to mention these individuals' names. I can give you their names, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I, I, I'm going to be responsible with my platform. But what I saw was someone trying to profit off of fear. And that is frightening, especially with it being so close to where I am. You know what I mean? Um, it's... I don't have a problem with anybody arming themselves. It's just the fact that if it has to be an assault rifle, um, allow the the in, allow the groups or the individuals or the institutions or the organizations that are trained properly to handle these types of weapons to protect you. Um, if you want to arm yourself. Uh, get the proper training for the handgun, the pistol, even the rifle. I told you I am not against you arming yourself. Um, of course, abide by the New York gun laws because if you don't, if you don't abide by the New York State gun laws, they will throw you under the prison. I don't want you guys thinking that I'm saying, oh yeah, you know, just get a gun out from anywhere. Abide by the New York State gun laws, please, family. I'm being responsible with this platform, as you can see. Um, but I, I hope I hope you guys can understand. Um, after a stabbing on your um, on your holiday, I you have every right to be frightened. You have every right to want to arm yourself. I don't care. Do that. Arm yourselves, people. Um, but please. Be careful with your choices because people will, um, I'm going to use a term from the business world, upsell you on your fear. And that's why they had no problem throwing an AR-15 in your hand and say, hey, don't you feel safe now? Because guess what? You do feel kind of safe, but you have no idea how much power you are wielding in your hand. And when I say power, I don't mean power as in power to make you invincible. I mean power as in where you can hurt yourself the people you love and people around you that you may not even intended to hurt. <clears throat> so it, it's, it's, it's a very, very scary thing to see what I saw in the uh, video. As I said, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to say names because I do have names um, I know where the com the company is based out of. I can actually say that the 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 def the tactical defense company is based out of um, Pennsylvania. Um, they've they've done the same thing. They've done similar workshops because that's what it was. It was a four hour workshop out of Muncie that that they were having, and um, they had some of the families there because they knew what happened there during that time. And I believe this, this workshop took place uh, last week sometime. If it, if it wasn't last week, it was the week before, but I think it took some place last week sometime because I believe the uh, stabbing and all that took place about two and a half to two weeks ago. So the, the workshop had to go down about a week ago. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's interesting. Um, and like I said, the, the video was circulating Facebook and it's, I can't find it on Facebook anymore. 
I can still find it on YouTube, but it is on Facebook. You will not find it. And I believe that that's, that's the case because there was probably a lot of nasty commentary surrounding the video and the comments and everything like that. So, um, they got taken down probably due for, due to hate speech and everything like that. So and due to hate speech and political speech, because this involves, um, like I said, um, gun safety and everything like that. And that's a very sensitive topic. And um, this also invo involves Jewish people. So that's also a very sensitive topic. Um, so please, if you are from this area, please play, please pay close attention to this. Um, this is very important to see um, because... Once violence like this grips our community, it starts infecting everyone. And uh, I'd hate it to start affecting my community. That's all I'm going to say with that. Uh, for those of you who understand, understand. For those of you who know, who know, you know what it is. Um, please be careful out there. And um, play, pay close attention to this. Because there, there may be more to this. Um, just play close attention to this. It's, it's a very interesting story. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I felt I had the responsibility to bring this story up. Uh, and I had to do what I had to do about that. Um, look into that. Do your research with that. Because that is a very, very powerful topic. Um... To see the video that I saw and to see how some of the victims felt so empowered by holding the AR-15. And I'm not talking about like, like a regular rifle. I'm talking about an assault rifle that they use on the um, war, war, war field, the, the war field, the war path, the, the battlefield. You know what I mean? I'm talking about guns that Marines and Army be using when it's time to when it's time to get it in. And they were holding those. And I'm like, man, if the tables were turned, if that was if that was um if that was uh people that look like me, what would be the commentary behind it? You know? I mean, I know the commentary behind um there, there, the, that video circulating must have been nasty. I already know it because the climate of the the community of the world period right now is just at a very nasty point right now. Just, just, just period. Um, which is a perfect segue into the next topic. But um, I just, I just wanted to discuss the uh, situation here with Muncie and all the uh, that video that's that was circulating on Facebook and YouTube. Um, if you want me to discuss that more, please hit me up on the IG page. You know what it is. It's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, hit me up. Let me know if you want to know more about that. I'll definitely post all about it on the page to keep y'all abreast on the uh, situation. But um, as I was saying, um, the, the hypersensitivity of uh, the, the, the current in the current worldscape, period. And um, 
what I wanted to segue into was uh, the current foreign relations between uh, the United States and Iran. Um, I'm not going to get too, too deep into that. Um, they, you, you guys seen all the videos that's been circulating of Trump talking um, of how people wanted to go, to go to war with Iran back in 2011, like he was uh, telling the truth about it. Meanwhile, it was just going to be him doing it. Um, uh, a, a man out of Iran, I believe he was a general in the uh, Iran army, uh, Kasim Soleimani. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Um, it was he was assassinated by a drone attack. Uh, now the tensions are now the tensions between the United States and Iran are at an all-time high. Um, it's ironic because they said this man used to work with the United States as well. So this is very sounding very similar to uh, Muammar Gaddafi and um, Saddam Hussein, who've also had worked with the United States before they were killed. Um, they weren't killed by drone attacks. They were killed by their own people. Um, well, no, I don't know if, uh, Gaddafi was killed by his own people. That's, that's, that right there is, um, when you do your research with that, when you do your homework with the Gaddafi thing, you, you uncover a lot of things that are like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here? What really happened with him? And, uh, same thing with Saddam Hussein. Um, they painted him in such a negative light, not saying that some of the things that they said about him wasn't true. I'm not saying that, but some of the things were, uh, some stories were embellished. Some of them were exaggerated. Um, some of them were absolutely sensationalized. So, but you got to do that when you're painting a picture of a villain. So you need the dramatic intrigue to draw the people in. So that's how you sell a product. You, you, you gotta, you gotta thrive on the uh, people's emotions. That's what I learned. Um, doing, doing research on how, how to be a better, uh, seller and, uh, things like that, you know? So I'm sharing that gem with you. Uh, work on the people's emotions. And, um, so now with this drone attack, um, killing Kasim Soleimani, you, you also are starting to see the narrative being pushed to, to you about how he was involved in 9-11 and um, how he was planning on another attack to the United States. And um, now you, you also hear uh, reports being said that people during his funeral were saying um, death to the United States, which I, 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 I don't really believe that. And if they were, it's probably the radicals that were saying that, or people that are feeding to feeding into the narrative that they're being told over there. We don't know what they're being told over there. You know, they're probably being told um, the same propaganda that we're being fed, but from their perspective. So it's, you don't know what's going on. We're not the controllers of the information. Sorry, that was uh, me taking a drink of water. We are not the controllers of the information. We are just the um, consumers of the information. Um, so to <clears throat> shorten this portion or this, this conversation of um, the whole U.S.-Iran thing, pay close attention. Um, 
because it, it might get real. Um, I see a lot of people posting a lot of joking memes about it. Uh, I think Cardi B said something about she's about to move to Nigeria. Uh, pardon the noise in the background. I'm taking care of some things. Um, it, it, it's, it's funny, of course, in all the you know humor and all that, but it, it can get serious. I, I don't expect to any attack on American soil. Um, that that's for one. Um, they'll 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 have a preemptive strike already set up. Um, they probably already do have it set up, and we we're just oblivious. And that was just step one to get things popping. Um, we we don't know. Uh, as I said, we just consume the information. We don't control it. Um, I, I I think I mentioned something about um, Iran and the United States getting into some sort of issue. Um, and I said it wasn't going to be a straight up war, but now that I've seen this, uh, attack happen and the United States acting like, yo, um, we didn't do it. They're straight up taking the, um, account of taking all the accountability. Like, yep, we did it. And we want all the smoke. So, um, I, I believe like episode four, I've thought I've might've mentioned, um, something about Iran and, um, uh, and the United States might have an issue because I had mentioned that Trump has been so hell-bent in uh, getting rid of every policy or every piece of legislation that uh, the Obama administration was behind. And if you re recall, uh, the Obama administration uh, granted a nuclear deal to the country Iran. And many of the conservatives didn't like that, of course, but now that their man is in there, they got someone that could champion them and be like, hey, we don't want this type of deal going on. We don't feel safe. So now um, you have this whole situation going down. And uh, I don't know if this is something that's going to. If he's just using this to get reelected or if he's really trying to get a war under his legacy. Um because many, many conservative presidents, when they're in office, they usually go to war. I believe both Bushes, when they were in office, went to war. Um, I believe there was Desert Storm, that was Bush. And, of course, uh, the other, uh, the, Gulf, the Gulf War was called. Um, that was uh, Bush Jr. Um, yes, after 9-11. So, um, it's... Uh, it's interesting. So I'm guessing Iran is going to be uh, 45s, uh, 45s, uh, 45s boogeyman. Um, everyone thought it was going to be Russia. It's not Russia. It looks like it's going to be Iran. Um, there must be something going on over there that uh, the United States, the United States, the United States have to get their, um, they have to put their foot down. So. It's going to be interesting. Pardon me again. That's just me drinking water. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what's happening with that whole thing. And like I said, I didn't want to stay too long on this. It's it's not really a political podcast. But I, like I said, I don't want to try and shy away from it either. Uh, I'm definitely going to try and get a guest on here that is very astute in the political realm. I have a cousin of mine who... Um, he, he studies uh, political science. Uh, he, has a major in, he has a major in political science. So 
I really, I'm gonna really, I really want to get him on the platform, man, so he can, you know, show, show what he knows and enlighten the people, enlighten our listeners. You know what I'm saying? So if I can, if I can provide that sort of episode to the people, it shows um my versatility as a media personality, and um, me using my platform responsibly for my listeners. So hopefully that'll happen soon. Excuse me. Um, hopefully that'll happen soon and um, we we can be more a little more political on this platform. But you know me, I'm not going to shy away from it. So you already know. Uh, speaking of politics, uh, Danielle Outlaw, she has become the first black woman to serve as the Philadelphia police commissioner. I wanted to talk about that. You know me, I'm always going to champion the uh, black woman in any position that she's in because um, she deserves to be championed. I came from a black woman. A black woman taught me how to respect other black women and other women, period. Um, a woman, a black woman raised me. Um, of course, my father was there. I was very fortunate. But um, my mother was always there. She was my first teacher and my last teacher. And um, I'm going to, I just wanted to praise uh, Danielle Outlaw. So you already know what it is. So big shout out to her. Hopefully she can change the culture there. Um, for a very, very long, the the culture between the uh, the African-American community. Yes, I really hate that word, but that's that's another conversation I'm going to probably have on my uh, other show. Um, Brother DSP Speaks, but I'm going to get into that in a second. I just wanted to shout out Danielle Outlaw. Um, on, I just wanted to congratulate her on being the first black woman to serve as the uh, Philadelphia Police Commissioner. Um, hopefully she can change the uh, culture between the African-American community and the, uh, police, uh, community out there. But I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough task and that's a totally different conversation. And, uh, speaking of Brother DSP Speaks, uh, I just wanted to veer off topics right quick. Um... As you all know, I was a little bit under the weather. Um, I couldn't do the episode that I promised, uh, the interracial dating episode. That, that'll that drop on Thursday along with another episode that will be dropping on Thursday. Yes, two episodes at once for Brother DSP Speaks because I owe y'all that. I have to compensate for what I... Uh, what, what, what I, um, I have to compensate y'all for what you missed. So... Um, I should I couldn't have done the episode period. I would have sounded like a frog. I would have sounded horrible. And I don't I don't believe y'all deserve that. Um so don't worry, I got y'all covered. But um I believe one of the topics that I will talk about next uh, after the interracial dating um topic, it's going to be uh the misnomers that many of us use and many of us are labeled with. And um that's going to be fun. Um that's gonna you're gonna really really hear me get into it. Like I said, that's gonna be on the more produced um, brother DSP speaks show. This one's a lot more organic. It's a straight up conversation between me and the listener, or me and the uh, special guest host that I have come through on the platform. So um, just wanted to get into that right there quick. Just wanted to plug another thing. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at T H A B L A S T P O D C A S T. Um, so big shout out to Danielle Outlaw. Um, for being the first black female 
police commissioner for Philadelphia. Um, and the uh, probably the uh, last thing I'm going to get into, um, I didn't want to get into nothing too crazy. Like I said, I don't want to talk y'all to death, man. And see, it's just me. So um, I don't want to talk y'all to death and bore y'all. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, the more I believe the, the, the less you have to consume, the more you're going to want. Um, <laughs> so as long as I give you quick, concise um, episodes for you to consume, you're going to come back every week. And I see that y'all do. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let me get into the last topic before I start uh, getting all into to the whole closeout and everything like that. Uh, the last topic I wanted to get into, um, if a lot of y'all remember Bobby Christina Brown, um, Bobby Brown's daughter died um, not too long ago of a drug overdose, and uh, many uh, were blaming her boyfriend, Nick Gordon, who, who also is a drug addict. Um, well, I should say was a drug addict, um, the point I'm bringing, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because he had passed away at the age of 30, man. Um, he had died three years after he was found liable for um, Bobby Christina's death. And uh, it's really sad to see uh, a brother um, lose his life at such a young age and to see him lose it the same way um, his ex-girlfriend lost it. You know what I mean? So it's like... You would think that he would have seeked help um, after seeing her die, but I guess like it made that that thing makes you so numb that that chemical romance gets you so numb, man, that you you don't even care what it does to the people that you love. You don't even care what it does to you. You know, it's scary. And I'm very glad that I never, like, experimented with it. I never even, like, went near it. I, I never even touched it. So it's it's just scary to see that type of thing. And that brother was only 30 years old, man. He had a whole lot of life ahead of him. So um, I remember a lot of people were um, accusing him for, for Bobby Christina um, passing away. And, he, uh, yeah, he did deserve some blame, but at the end of the day, he didn't force that girl to do that. They were doing it together. You know what I mean? Maybe she just did it, uh, did a little more, too much. You know what I mean? And that's why God, God bless her soul, for those of you who believe in God. Um, uh, she, she passed away. You know what I mean? She, she... She she overdosed, and the same thing three years later happens to him. A lot of people are saying it was karma. And it's just yo the 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 insensitivity and the immaturity, and the hypersensitivity. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's society can be so hypocritical sometimes. <laughs> like some people will be like, oh, you should be sensitive to such and such, but when it comes to other people, they are completely insensitive and. They'll even have a justification for it. It's, and it's it's people that don't even know the the Nick Gordons and the Bobby Christinas. Just randoms with a platform on social media, just talking shit. Why? Because they have, I guess, a crowd that'll listen to it. You know what I mean? So, it's it's just a it's just a wild wild thing.
Um, there's a few other topics I wanted to touch on um, because it wasn't it was it wasn't a slow news week, but it wasn't a crazy news week. Um, I finally got to watch the uh, Drake interview with um, with uh, with Rap Radar with Elliot Wilson and B Dot. It was a good interview. Um, it looks like my man Pusha T got his heart still, man. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not telling him they got to be friends or nothing, but, you know, the way he was responding when it came to, like, push, he, he was looking so hurt. He was looking so bothered. So I was like, ah, it's okay, Drake. Don't worry about it, Aubrey. Just continue to make your music, and you're fine, man. The people still love you. They don't care that you got a kid, you know what I mean? Maybe you weren't ready to let people know yet. Maybe there was some shorty you were still trying to get into. And she didn't know about the kid and all that. Don't worry about it, Aubrey. You good, beloved. They, 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 they ain't worried about all that. You still Drake. That's it. You Drake at the end of the day. You good. Don't worry about it. Um, what else is there? Is there... Um, big shout out to uh, GXFR, man. Griselda Records. They are out there killing. Uh, what was she gonna do is... Probably some of the hardest shit out. Um, Benny is killing it. Uh, Conway is killing it. West Side Gun is killing it. If, if y'all didn't check that project out, definitely go and check that project out. It is fire. Um, oh, by the way, a show that I just got into. Um, I didn't know how good it was. I, I kept seeing clips about it. I remember seeing Forrest Whitaker in the studio with Swiss Beats. Um, I didn't know what it was for. Until I started watching the actual show, um, the show is called Godfather of Harlem. Um, it's it's uh, it's featuring Forrest Whitaker as a uh, Bump, Bumpy Johnson and another young brother. I don't think he's young because I've seen him acting before, but um, he's uh, playing Malcolm X. Um, yo, the show is amazing, y'all. It's called Godfather of Harlem. Please be sure to check it out. I see a lot of y'all are um, in love with power. Um, you y'all will probably like this. It's I have it up there with my other show called uh, Snowfall that I love to watch. Um, it's called The Godfather of Harlem, man. I'm actually about to go watch some of it now after the um, I'm done with this episode here. Um, so uh, big shout out to that. Make sure you check that show out, Godfather of Harlem. Um, and um, I just wanted to shout out to everybody, man. I, big, big shout out to all of you guys for um, constantly coming through and um, checking us out. And um, um, we just, we just want to bring nothing but great quality, great quality content to you, the listener, on a weekly basis because I feel obligated to do that. Um, as I said, I'm trying to build a brand new legacy. Um, because I I did a little something with music. I don't I don't mind discussing that every now and then, but not on this platform. I think I'm gonna do that on my other joint or my other program called Brother DSP Speaks. It'll probably be one of the um one of the last joints that I do on um on there. Like one of the, one of those last fun episodes that I do there. You know what I mean? So it's, I'm gonna probably discuss my my music career, the up the ups and downs, and what made me not want to do. And I'm gonna be completely honest about it. So it's gonna be fun with that. So um, 
We're about to get into um, the sponsor right quick. Big shout out to my brother, Bravo. Um, the Last Life Gaming Network is live right now. So we're about to get into that ad right now. And um, we'll be right back. All right, family? The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? I truly, 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 truly hope you guys enjoyed that show, man. Uh, we covered a lot of topics. It wasn't a crazy, crazy, crazy news week. Um, and plus, I don't like to sit here and talk your head off for about two hours if it's just me, Dolo. You know, if I have a guest on here, we're going to be talking for sure. But if it's just me, I'm just going to cover current events that I feel should be covered. And um, if I'm talking about a particular topic, I'm going to talk about that topic. But... um. I just, I just wanted to close out this episode the right way by saying thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because in like three months, it's going to be a whole year that I've been doing this. And um, just to see the growth, just to see the feedback, just to see the support, and just to see the attention that the platform is getting. Um, it shows me that I'm, doing, I'm putting in the work I need to put in and I can, I can go harder. And, I'm, and that's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to go harder. And um, I'm going to add more elements and hopefully adding those elements is going to boost, uh, boost this platform to another level. And, um, and I just want y'all to continue to watch us grow, continue to help us grow. Um, please be sure to rate the show on the, uh, any, whatever digital platform you're listening to us on. If it's um, iTunes, if it's Spotify, if it's iHeartRadio, rate us, leave a comment so we can shout you out. Um, I feel it's only right. Um, we've been shouting out Peaches 22 for the past few months, and I still have no idea who that young lady is, if it is a lady, or who that person is, period. Um, but they gave us five stars, and they said we had something special going on here. So, thank you, Peaches, for that. Um, as for the rest of y'all, please rate us, leave comments, um, send some feedback. Send feedback either... On that page where you listen to the um, podcast, or come to the IG page that's at T H A B L A S T P O D C A S T, and um, shoot me a DM and let me know what I could do better on this platform, and I'll see if I'll take your your criticism as constructive or if your criticism is just hate. So I appreciate that. I want to shout out um, Jay Varsity, man. Uh, that man's been working his ass off. Uh, Jay Varsity, um, alongside with Black Republic Studios, brought DNA and um, Charlie Clips, two, two popular battle rappers, to Rockland County 
to their studios. Uh, I guess they had a cipher in the studio and, you know, pretty much DNA and um, DNA and Charlie Clips was pretty much there to uh, judge the, the, the rappers that were doing their thing. And uh, from what I saw, it was a success. I seen him, Jay Varsity, building with Charlie Clips and DNA, so that's a great opportunity for him. Hopefully he can get some business off with those brothers there. So um, huge shout out to Jay Varsity and the uh, Black Republic Studios um, out there in Spring Valley doing their thing. I just wanted to big them up right quick. Um, make sure you check out Jay Varsity. He's uh, VarsGotHeat underscore on Instagram. Um, he's doing his thing. He does beats. He does a little comedy. He does uh, video editing. He does. He, he creates his own content to promote himself. He, he he's got a great thing going on there. So um, it's dope to see that. <clears throat> Pardon. And a big shout out to my guy Holiday. Big shout out to my guy Holiday of Made. Um, I'm tr I'm gonna try and get that brother on his platform for sure because he's doing a lot of special things for the creatives out there, and I think I need to highlight what he's doing out there so a lot of y'all who listen to me that are looking for say a package deal where you can get your music mastered get a video shot you know just get a real professional look but you own it not a label not no third party they're not trying one thing about holiday and the maid brand is that they're not trying to own your music they're trying to get you to the next level. So when you walk into these offices, these offices ain't talking to you like you need them. They're talking to you like they need you. So that's why I wanted to big up. I wanted to big up made on um, what they're doing out there. So big shout out to my guy Holiday. Um, big shout out to my brother Bravo doing his thing with Last Life Gaming Network. He just dropped a new video called Jump Scares. I believe he was playing Resident Evil 7. Really engaging video. It's about 45 minutes you won't even notice you sat there and watched it for 45 minutes. So please be sure to check that out. And check out his um, page, period, his uh, YouTube channel, period. That's Last Life Gaming Network, straightforward. Please be sure to follow him on all social media platforms. Um, on Facebook, it's Last Life Gaming Network. On Instagram and, and uh, Twitter, it's Last underscore Life Gaming. So please be sure to check that out. Huge shout out to our other sponsor, Culture Wings, always doing their thing. If you're listening to this early in the morning, please be sure to hit them up because they only take they only taking orders one day. Um, for now, that's a Sundays from twelve to five. Please be sure to check them out. They have amazing wings. Use our our promo code, the Blast Podcast, to get you some free fries to go with the order of the wings. Um, you heard the ad. You heard what they got available. Give them a follow on Instagram. That's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Man, thank you for listening. I'm Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Thank you for listening. Please come back next Sunday. We got another great episode in store for you. Thanks for listening again, y'all. Peace.